0: knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring but this is the nerdiest part of the ring your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling i am your host i am the five star man asa gray and joining me at this time is the big d dalton anthony yo dalton how are you doing tonight
1: oh man it was a day from hell because it worked but we're recording cert- nerdiest part of the ring and i'm fucking excited to be here
0: hell yeah to the, <laughs> second really part, like, not the first part
1: yeah no it's I'm really happy that we schedule it on the day we do, because I consistently have really bad Thursdays because of work. And <laughs> it's like, getting getting to talk to you is my favorite thing, because I told myself I showed up super tired today, because I had a really bad day at work, and I was like, we're just going to get right into recording. And I always think that to myself, and then we just start talking to each other, and it's like an hour later, and be like, alright, well now we need to actually start, because like, we have real jobs we have to go to tomorrow.
0: Right. <laughs> I'm going to apologize. In advance, uh, If I like if you hear a bunch of like gaps in the audio, it's because I had to mute my microphone to cough because I bought the wrong burrito tonight for dinner and it is insanely spicy and I do not handle spicy food super well. And like I had to redo the intro because the first time, as soon as I opened my mouth, like some of that spice just like shot to the back of my throat again. I'm like, I don't know where you came from, but
1: I almost two things. I almost did the nerd up bit because of it. But, like, we didn't have to re-record, so, like, I didn't have to throw that out there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, but to, she was the where, did, where Jesus. Where did she, where did you get the burrito again?
0: Uh, Abelardo's.
1: What's? It's did, the, All right, I did not ask you this earlier.
0: It's the place that's there next to Jimmy John's. Oh,
1: I need to go there sometime. It's See, after, good. It's my favorite sorry, spot to go. Sorry if you're not from this area and don't know what we're talking about, but ever since it stopped being Mario's- I was like, I'm good, leave the memories alone. But they're reopening in Jackson, so that's exciting.
0: Yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah,
1: no, I was. I meant to ask you like where that burrito was. See, I can't. I'm a my anxiety type, ASA. If it's like a Pokemon, mine is uh the normalcy type, which means I have to do the same thing every time, or else something's gonna blow up. And that's how I am with food. Like I have like four things I season my chicken with, um, and it's on a it's on a three day rotation, and um, that keeps me from like. Wanting to, like, cash wheeler somebody in traffic. <laughs> like, I can't try new things Allegedly. Alleged? No, he did that shit.
0: Did he? Did yeah. he?
1: But yeah, well, I think he pled
0: guilty. Like, in a court of law, did he, is what I mean.
1: Yeah, I okay. think he, like, pled guilty to it. Because, like, and again, in Florida, flashing a gun in traffic is, like, that's the gentleman's hello. So I think he just had to plead guilty to say, yes, officer, I do own a gun. And then they gave him, like, a $500 stipend or some shit. Cause it's gotcha. Florida,
0: but, um, uh, yeah, but yeah, I, no.
1: So i had been to ask you about the burrito. Cause I was like, I need to know where not to get my food from. If it's killing you that bad.
0: No. And it's because I ordered the wrong one. Like their normal yeah. stuff is like, I just, I don't handle spice very well. I like spice, yeah. but I'm, I am weak.
1: It's very, it's very ironic that the get what you get tattoo. I got from uh Chaffee town tattoos was a pepper. Mm-hmm. Cause like I have coworkers that are just like, oh, so you like spicy food? Because they assume that all of my tattoos mean something, and I'm like, no, that was actually luck of the draw. I hate spicy food, mm-hmm. which I think makes it even funnier.
0: But lot to talk about this week outside of Asa being too weak for a burrito. Uh, we start every episode with the power of positivity. Uh, the internet is such a negative such a toxic place sometimes specifically social media that we do what we can to put some positivity back out into the world and we encourage you to do the same reach out tell someone that you dig what they're doing because you never know what kind of day they're having and that you know you saying that you like their stuff can turn things around and mine is a uh, so i have i have two one is legitimate and one's a little bit cynical, but it's something I didn't talk about last week that I meant to. Uh, that being, I am so thankful that we have moved away from the bullshit brand supremacy stipulation of Survivor Series.
1: Yeah. I, it, I'm, like, no joke, if you would have made that your power of positivity, I'd have been, like, same. Because it's only ever done been done right one time. um, And that was 2019. But the whole, like, forced friendship thing that they've been doing the last, like... It feels like they've tried the last decade of Survivor Series just does not hit quite as hard as the last two war games
0: they've done. And because war games make sense. You got two groups of people that hate each other. They're gonna bash each other with stuff in the cage. Hell yeah. The, oh, there's no real reason that one team... It's not like... Uh, Brian Zay on Wrestling with Regret did a, and this is actually what reminded me of it, of, like, there's no stakes. Like, it, it's not like they get extra stuff in a trade. It's not like, oh, the number 30 spot of the Royal Rumble goes to whoever wins the most matches. Or yeah. de- whichever show wins gets the main event of WrestleMania. I think they did do that. No, they did that with the Royal Rumble. That wasn't even Survivor Series. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I'm just I'm so glad that that is a a thing of a bygone era. I do think there's a way that they could do it well, but I'm not interested in seeing them try to revisit that anytime soon. Um, The one that's legitimate that I am very, very excited for is this past Saturday, uh, Cape Championship Wrestling held their Ashton McClure Knockout November show. And at that show, uh, raised over a thousand dollars for St. Jude which and is awesome. We, you know, we we talked about it last week what a great organization St. Jude Children's Hospital is and that is amazing that we got to uh we got that over $1000. So I'm I'm super proud of that and very very excited.
1: Yeah, and like not as important but like it was also a really fun show. Yeah. Like we were able to raise money for St. Jude, that's the important part. It was also like a really fun show. And those shows just seem to be like they seem to feel more positive. Um, as a whole, like sometimes we get to shows and like, it's a negative feeling either out in the crowd or like in the backstage area, which happens, it doesn't happen often where we are, but like, it does happen. Cause like, there's anywhere from 15 to 30 grown men in a locker room, like and people's feelings are a thing, like egos get in the way. Like that doesn't happen at these Ashley McClure shows. It almost feels like, and it was even more so, um, Saturday. Um, I'm pretty sure me and Munch are going to get in a backstage fight sometime. Cause he keeps trying to steal my tag belt like for realsies (laughs) but like yeah no i i adored this saturday show a whole lot it was really fun um fucking denzel and atm did exactly what i thought they were gonna do uh their match was a lot of fun uh i gotta wrestle donnie and justin with john or kevin and that was a blast it was just a good night of wrestling overall
0: what is your uh what is your power positivity
1: I can't decide, It's I'm like you, it's a between two things, uh, but mine are all based from this week and neither of them are funny, or neither of them are like cynical answers. I can't decide if Randy Orton's promo was my power of positivity this week from Monday Night Raw, or Randy Orton's current abs are my power of positivity from this week. Um, Orton came back, and holy fuck, uh, I think you said it best, uh, Randy the unit fucking Orton uh yeah motherfucker came, came in came back looking like he
0: ate one and a half randy orton's
1: yeah um and it just like i so people were watching uh the people that were helping with the capering tear down were watching war games as it was happening that match specifically and they were like oh orton's here which we all knew was going to happen anyway even though they were playing the whole like is he going to show up thing
0: we'll get there we'll get there
1: and um like just having randy orton back makes me want to watch the product a little bit more and whenever i like decided because i was at work until seven forty monday so i didn't get to like see anything but like orton's promo had popped up on the youtube channel or something like that and whenever i'm driving home from Perryville to cape if wrestling's on i will put it on through my car speakers and just listen to it mm-hmm. and i think it had just hit youtube like i think i had just caught it and i listened to it and i was like I'm so excited for this Randy Orton return because he cut a lot of things into one promo. Uh, he got the daddy's back line in, which was a lot of fun. Cause like, you don't see people really like mess with Rhea on the microphone, but like Orton did it and he did it perfectly. Like just the whole, like I've been watching the product. It's been mommy, mommy, this mommy, that mommy here. Like, he's like, well, Rhea daddy's back. And I was like, perfect. I wish he would have said daddy's home, but like daddy's back works really well. Um, and then him cutting the promo against the bloodline. And just being like, I mean, part of me respects what you did. Part of me understands why you did it. I used to make a career putting people on the shelf, but like I have receipts for every member of the bloodline, and I mean every member of the bro- bloodline. Paul Heyman's catching that punt. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know that was meant for Jay Uso, but mm-hmm. like knowing how Orton is and the, like how methodical, like of a storyteller, like not even as a like a just a, his he wrestles methodically, but the way that motherfucker tells stories is also super methodical, and it always makes sense. Like, go watch anything Randy Orton does, for the most part, after, like, 2015. Because I feel like he just gets a little bit of creative liberties with what he does. Everything he does makes sense. It might take a second, but whenever you stop and think about it, you're like, oh. So, like, whenever he punts Paul Heyman in two years, Mm -hmm. we're going to be like, he finally got to the last one. That was the last receipt. And now he can live a happy life like old man Randy. Like, I... I'm very happy that he's back. I was telling people in our uh, action figure group chat because they all got super stunned whenever I was like, yeah, I really don't watch a lot of WWE because I have like all of their action figures. It feels like, and yeah. I was like, Oh no, I just like, I, I don't like watching WWE right now. I have it for like three years. Um, Which
0: again is crazy. Cause this isn't even like the lowest, the the product no, it's has been like, it's but there was, some there was such a,
1: uh, the issue was it had such a lull at one point that I was like, I don't even want to watch this. And it was just hard for my, to get myself back into it. But, like, right now, I watched all of Monday Night Raw, because um, I have it recorded on Sling. Mm-hmm. I can watch it whenever I want. I just, like, don't. You just don't. Um, But, like, I went back and watched what I missed, because whenever I got home from from work, I, uh, like, did it. And... Yeah, like, there were some things I wasn't the biggest fan of, but we have Orton back, we have Cody Nakamura, CM Punk's back. Like, this is the most interested I've been in WWE since the build-up to Mania this year. Because, like, I was watching somewhat consistently for the build-up to Mania. Um, and then Mania happened, and I was like, okay, cool, they have the tag belts now, but, like, what are they going to do? Nothing really cool. And then I tuned out. Um, But, like, I'm kind of excited to be back on the WWE train of watching things. And... Honestly, like, and we'll get into it. I want to say like, eighty percent of it has to do with Orton being back because mm-hmm. they made such a big deal about it, and he came back looking the way he did, hot uh, diggity damn.
0: It's and, and it is a good time to get in. So, um, so like you said, Survivor Series was this weekend. We're going to talk about that here in just a second. But before we do, a uh, quick plug for. Ignite Pro Wrestling LLC uh, on Thin Ice is this Saturday here in a couple days up in El Dorado, Illinois. Uh, Dalton and I will both be there. It's going to be a good show. Um, I'm excited to... This is going to be my second to last show of the year because I have uh, WrestleMax on the 15th. Oh, I was uh, going to say, it's like, for, how? It's my last. For now, that's what I call wrestling, which is just between so the the last WrestleMania show was called misery business and it was legit like a 2000s emo playlist before the show started which Uh i was just jamming so but yeah it's an a plus name for a show so is on thin ice by the way like yeah and the way billy used it on at the last show uh was a lot of fun so that is this saturday uh december 2nd in El Dorado, Illinois. So if you're in the area, come check out Ignite Pro Wrestling. It's a good time. It's a good show. And come say hi if you're going to be there. Yeah. But this past Saturday wasn't just CCW. It was also Survivor Series. Um, we, like Dalton mentioned, like we were both at CCW. So we watched it after the fact. I watched this Sunday afternoon and and I know I've said this before the last time that I had to watch a WWE show on delay, but dear Lord is watching it after the fact. So you can fast forward through all yeah. of the buffering and bullshit and ads. That's the way to go. 100%. Like it's so the I've, I, if you've listened to this show for more than a couple months, you've heard me say this a million times, but I'm going to say it again. The pacing issues. Of WWE and AEW pay-per-views, premium live events, whatever, are on just far ends of the spectrum.
1: Every time.
0: It's like, there it's crazy that there were only five matches. Um, but watching it after the fact was neat. Uh, to start things off was the women's war games match. Bianca Belair, Charlotte Flair, Shotzi, and Becky Lynch defeated Damage Control, Bailey, Asuka, Io Sky, and Kairi Sane uh this was a lot of fun we got to revisit the eo sky trash can dive uh although they did the dumbest setup possible for it of just like the the chain dumbwaiter to get it up there to her um oh also before they did the we we are now in back-to-back pay-per-view reviews uh first one was was full gear the last AEW pay-per-view Yes. Okay, yeah. First was Full Gear, and now it's Survivor Series. The tension of, oh, is the main event going to happen as advertised? Yeah. Guys, Randy's not here. Randy's not here. Whatever, dude. We know. Like, fucking stop. He I guess, works
1: on Randy Orton time. We all know this.
0: Like, it's not even that. Just the whole... I get that if you're going to have him come out, if he's not starting the match... Then, yeah, it's kind of underwhelming to have him come out for the first time and then stand in a cage for 20 minutes. Yeah. But uh, that was a miss. That was a big old miss of the, is Randy Orton going to come out? Because if they're going to do that, there needs to be a better payoff than just, because, like, people are just going to be excited that Randy's here. Like, you don't even have to address it. Just be like, hey, Randy's coming when he's coming. Uh So yeah, I thought that was dumb, but, uh, the women's match was a lot of fun. I loved the finish where Bailey like saved every member of her team, but then ultimately like took the loss herself because it's going to make when they jump her out of damage control so good. Yeah. I don't want it to happen, but like,
1: but when it happens, mm -hmm. it's going to be so good.
0: I liked the, uh, I did like the moment of Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch
1: yeah, the, the those two. Yeah, the was it them two like decide like they were they pushing each other and then it became like a hug or was it just a hug right away?
0: No, it it was so they were hitting like simultaneous moves on people and then they were the last oh. two in the ring and they had kind of a tense stare down and yet they it wasn't a shove as much of a like I think it was just more of like a let's go like hype thing and then they hugged. Yeah. Okay. Because there was like that tense moment. But then, yeah, they, they hugged, and so that was that was cool to see. Um, Shotzi, this is her second War Games match, I think. I believe um, so. But, like, she looked like she belonged in there with, like, we talked about last week when we previewed it, just a fucking murderer's row of women talent on the WWE side of things. And she looked like she belonged. Um, Kyrie Sane marching to the ring was just like, I missed mm-hmm. her. I missed her so much.
1: Yeah, it's super cool that she came. Like, I'm happy that she's back, too. I was super bummed when she got let go and just to have her back now. It's, like, sweet. And honestly, when we- their women's roster is at, like, the peak of its, like, talent pool right now, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, and now we got Kyrie Sane back. It was. It's honestly like if you have this big bowl of chocolate and someone throws a little bit of peanut butter in it, you're like, ooh, you just made it better. This is even better. Yeah, you didn't think you could make chocolate better. Peanut butter right there. Um, I don't like that I just compared Kyrie Sane to peanut butter, but now I'm, here I am.
0: Nerdiest part of the ring. <laughs> this is where we're at. It's a Thursday. What does that have to do with anything? You tell me. I will say, as much as I liked the finish, I do wish Damage Control would have won.
1: Especially, so, yes. I, I do agree, and I was going to mention that. Especially since, like, we had two of the... um we had two very prominent teams in WWE against a makeshift team and both of those teams lost. Cause like we all knew judgment day was going to lose. Yeah. So like we like, it was cool having like team WWE beat damage control in that moment. But I I'm with you. I feel like damage control should have probably taken that one.
0: Just because it's like there, there was that weird when they first formed and they won the tag titles and then they just immediately dropped them, and then immediately won them back. Like, it's that weird kind of start-stop inconsistency. Like a big marquee win here would have been cool, but at the same time, I think it also kind of sets up the fact that like, okay, now you've got four people with who have beaten who have a win over the women's champion. So if you want to yeah. go back to you know like any of those four now have a legitimate claim to challenge Io, we're probably just going to get a multi-person match out of it regardless, but. Whatever, but yeah, it would it would have been nice for damage control to get that one like career defining win. Yeah, before they you know kick the shit out of Bailey and kick her out of the group. Ah, uh. yeah, it's a bummer. Uh, next up was the Intercontinental Championship. Gunther defeated the Miz by submission. Um, I I just I I fucking love Gunther, man. I yeah, he's so good. Miz playing the kind of like he's the baby face but he's still pretty smarmy like using the exposed turnbuckle going low like i it's it was so good i this wasn't this isn't my favorite of his title defenses by any stretch
1: yeah, which, like, that's not fair to say to Gunther, because, like, he's had, like, some of his title defenses are legitimate match of the year candidates.
0: Yeah, 100%. They're on my, like, I keep a running list of, like, the categories of stuff, like, yeah. to keep in it's mind just, for the end of your discussion.
1: It but goes I, back to what you, you've you said it a couple times. When you're used to hitting home runs, a double just doesn't feel as climatic, like, doesn't feel as good.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, and that's what this match felt like. It felt like a solid double.
0: It was what it needed to be. Yeah, 100% um but i mean miz looked good i i like this kind of like i feel like someone finally let miz look at the people what people say on twitter mhm and he's just like all right i'm going to shut these fuckers up
1: that's what uh cena did with the us open challenge yes exactly yeah it was a, a lot like that yeah i agree uh, uh i it's also just do, like oh we're I... getting
0: i who someone on twitter i think it was one of the p3 uh pe3 guys uh was like oh Miz has his working boots on. Like, Miz has got his wrestling boots on.
1: His wrestling shoes. He wears kickers. Um, the the whole, like, all right, you go low, I'll go lower kind of face is one of my favorite things in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, I really do like a face like that. I know it messes with, like, traditional setup of how wrestling works. But, like, me personally, if you can find the right person. Like, it's it's he didn't go full Eddie Guerrero. Miz didn't. But, like, I do like that concept of, like, well, he's a good guy. But, like, he's still the Miz. Yeah. Like, he's still going to do what he knows. Uh, but, yeah, I dug this match a lot. Yeah, but it, for Gunther's icy title reign, it's what it needed to be. But, again, whenever you're pumping out classics, a match that's just really good isn't doesn't feel as big, if sure. that makes sense.
0: Uh, What was originally supposed to be Carlito versus Santos Escobar. Saw Santos Escobar defeating Dragon Lee. um Carlito injured. Shouldn't be out for a substantial length of time. But it did have to be replaced by Dragon Lee in this matchup. Um, oh,
1: shit. I just realized I fucked up my power of positivity.
0: What was your power of positivity?
1: Um, so they did a backstage segment with Dragon Lee uh, after Santos fucked up Carlito's arm and in this backstage brawl dragon lee hit a fucking hurricane rana
0: <laughs> in a backstage
1: brawl <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> i just watched it cuz again like like it's wrestling and i you don't even have to say as a wrestler that's not how that works as someone that's watched wrestling any amount of time he hit the hurricane rana and escobar wasn't about to just fucking bump cuz he was in he was like they were on concrete so he had to like slow jog into some boxes i think and like sell into them and i watched it and fucking died because like it didn't look it didn't look as bad as i'm making it sound but it it looked weird because like it's a backstage segment like all right you evade a move kick the dude in the leg or in the face and he was like nope hurricane rana baby and i don't know why that fucking tickled me as much as it did but yeah dragon league gets my third power positivity behind orton's promo and abs because he hit a fucking hurricane rana in a backstage brawl. <laughs> I was so confused.
0: <laughs> I've got I've got the video pulled up. Oh, not only did he do the third oh no, that looked pretty rough. Uh I wasn't only, lo- not yeah, only did he do a hurricane rana, he got shoved up onto like a platform. So yeah. it was like off of the what is essentially would have been the bottom rope and yeah, Santos had to kinda Stumble into a bunch of crates and knock, yeah, knock them down. So, uh, yeah, that didn't look great, but yeah, I just love the idea of just like, no, lucha means fight, and it doesn't yeah. matter where it is. And you I'm know a where fight a door. <laughs> there is no Dragon Lee that d- is not familiar with the no fly zone. He doesn't. He has no. He doesn't know what that means. Anytime he Gulag's... sees you, Gulak backstage, he just immediately like he cocks his fist back and he doesn't know why.
1: I keep seeing him and uh Regal's kid and that other person throwing up the catchpoint logo on NXT's mm-hmm. or the hand signal and I keep telling myself I need to go back and watch that and I always forget.
0: <laughs> well, but anyway, yeah, time i know. For you to remember.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Dragon Lee hit a hurricane Rod in a backstage segment, so I don't care what what this match was. It was the match of the night cuz it led up by a hurricane Rod in a backstage segment. It it was
0: okay. Um I like both yeah, of these guys was... more than I for how much I like both of these guys, like, you know how much I love Santos specifically.
1: Yeah. Um, big I was,
0: I was relatively underwhelmed by this and that kind of bums me out, but it was, I
1: mean, it was an okay match from those two, but it wasn't like, but I whenever expect, you hear, yeah,
0: I expect so much more than okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which whenever granted, it's like two guys, this was the shortest match of the night. Um, I don't know if they had, they may have had time cut, you know, who knows, but yeah, still kind of, uh, a little unfortunate would love to see them do it again at a, oh at yeah get, you know get more time get do more with it but not bad like I, i'm not gonna sit here and say it was bad by any stretch uh next up was for the women's world championship rhea ripley defending against zoe stark uh another good win from ripley i did like what we saw out of stark like i'm a fan of stark's she's been positioned really well um This is another one where it's like, yeah, there was no chance that Ripley's losing here. So there just wasn't a lot of drama for me, which bums me out. Uh, I did like the the war paint that Starks came out in. Uh, Yeah, I'm
1: really hoping that they're like, I hope they're positioning Starks in the proper way to be like the next big person after they're kind of not done with Ripley. But after they kind of like, all right, cool, we need to start getting another person like up and over. Um, I'm hoping that person is Starks and it looks like they're putting her in the correct spot to do that.
0: And I think they easily could, like they did it super well. I mean, look, she, the, her main roster debut was to be at Trish Stratus's second.
1: Yeah. She keeps getting getting the like really high profile spots, Mm -hmm. um, which is really good for her. And it does, it does her a lot of good too, where they're building her up while also letting her get that kind of like. Learning education on being like in the main roster and how what that means. Um, it feels like they're growing her correctly, if that yeah. makes sense.
0: Yeah, I get it. Uh, and then the main event saw Cody Rhodes, Seth Freakin' Rollins, Jay Uso, Sami Zayn, and Randy Orton, who did show up. <gasps> what I know defeated the Judgment Day and Drew McIntyre. Um, I. <sighs> I didn't love a lot of this. I'll see. I did. I thought from it was only... a, from a story perspective.
1: Yeah. There was only one thing I really disliked in this match. And I told you what it was,
0: which that we'll get to that. And I, cause I don't agree with that. Um, my thing was like, okay, judgment day knows that Randy's not there yet. So they've come up with this backup plan and they kind of wink and nod at it earlier in the night, which is fine. If you're telling this story and they also know like, sure, Whatever. Um, but Randy, or- the, the last person is supposed to make their way to the ring. It's Randy Orton. His music doesn't play. And instead, Rhea Ripley comes out with the money in the bank briefcase. So priest is going to pin Rollins, but so he would win the title, but not the match because not all of the competitors were in the match yet. And that was kind of dumb. I didn't love that. Um, but the thing that I really didn't understand was Jey Uso goes into the matchup Drew McIntyre who only agreed to team with the Judgment Day because he could get his hands on Jey Uso like goes to leave and Priest stops him and is like no we stick to the plan and then he goes out yeah, it just kind I'm thinking, of like make And then I'm Drew. thinking like, okay, Drew is the anchor. They want him to come in last so he can be the freshest one and just wreck the whole rest of the team and murder Jay Uso in the process. But then that's not what happened. Dominic Mysterio is your anchor. And I just it, it didn't make sense. Like I would have loved if it was if it was like Dominic started to go out and Drew stopped him.
1: Like, threw his ass like, back in the cage. Yeah, and he's
0: like, I don't care about the plan. I'm getting Jay. And then yeah. him leaving. But we did, like, so that just was just, that stuff was just kind of weird. Like, I don't know. Hey, overall, hey, so- the match was fun. Like, I greatly enjoyed the match. It was awesome to see uh, Orton come back. Yeah. Like, that, I, you know, as much as we knew it was going to happen, but, like, hearing the music again and then seeing him, like, make his way to the ring, just like, hell Yeah. The uh, stare down Asa, with Jay. Go
1: ahead. What was what was your line of the night? About Dominic. Oh, when when
0: <laughs> so yeah, the judgment last member of the judgment day finally leaves, Dominic Mysterio leaves the cage, and Michael Cole with the line of the night. That's the most time Dominic spent behind bars. So good. So, so good. good. Um I liked the tease where Orton was just like looked like he was about to RKO Jay. That was because it cause it makes sense. It Even because Jay knows, he's like, oh, he's not here because he's not going to team with me. Like, that was the only thing that really made sense with that.
1: Yeah, that was, well, and again, it goes back to what we were talking about last week where I was like, I love the storytelling they did just for this match. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really say Orton, but we all know he means Orton. And Jay just looking more and more, oh, fuck, as the promo went on because he's like i know what this means we all know what this means cody why did you call him he doesn't like me he shouldn't uh, like me
0: that is one thing that i will that i will give them credit for with this whole like jay redemption arc thing is he knows everybody should hate him
1: yeah he's
0: not coming in like you know it's not a well you can why won't you respect me why don't you why why do you like no he's not he doesn't under he doesn't think Drew he's, is wrong for wanting to murder him. He just yeah. doesn't want the Scottish psychopath to be after him. Because why the fuck would you?
1: That's a big motherfucker. I don't I do not blame that, that thought process. Like
0: he knows he did some shit and now he's kinda like he has entered the FO section of the lesson.
1: There's been a lot of FA FO's is coming to roost. He's catching that punt one of these days. Did you see the little backstage segment they had at Monday Night Raw?
0: Yeah, where he's like, as long as you're out of the blood, like if you're out of the bloodline, then I don't have a problem with you. But then, but there that's was-
1: orton that's Orton saying it, though.
0: Yeah, that's and like you know, that. Would- Jay yeah. knows that. Like, oh, um, the the first elevated DDT Orton hit. Andy sent me a, a Instagram reel of what he was saying, or at least it was captioned. I don't know if it's what he was actually saying.
1: It just looked like all of the obscenities.
0: Yeah, but like it might have been. Fuck it. Um yeah. and then it's important what are they going to do? I did really like the um someone did a side by side online where it was all of the uh I can't I never remember the the exact name of it but Seamus's the beating of the drum.
1: Oh, the beating of the the timbells of the Barry.
0: Yeah. They did, all the whole team was doing that, but then this year it was everybody was doing the elevated DDT. Mm-hmm. Like, that shit was fun. I I liked this match a lot. Um, you didn't like the finish. I didn't. Because they throw
1: JD off the top of the cage into a super-duper RKO. And we're all like, that's the fucking end. And it was like, nope, Cody hit the co- crossroads because this is your dad's match. Which I get it, and I, like... Whenever I say I hate it, like, don't get me wrong. I get why they did it. Like, I'm not oblivious to why they made that the choice. But I feel like we did a lot of work for something for it to not be the payoff. mm -hmm. And that's why I was like, yeah, but that's a normal finisher. That dude could have kicked out of that. We've seen that happen on pay-per-views all the time. We usually don't see a motherfucker get yeeted off the top of a cage and do an RKO and kick out.
0: I, the more I think about it, the more I kind of see your side of it. But at the same time, like JD didn't kick out of it; they did win oh, the match. It with was this. it
1: was respected. It it was it was a respected move. They didn't shit on the move. Right. That's not what I'm getting at. No, no, and I, I I know, but
0: that that's yeah. why I'm saying it's like I have you know I would have a much bigger problem with it had they done that. But, oh yeah.
1: Well, I mean, yes. But the more if, if they interest- would have done that, we all would have complained.
0: But the more interesting part of it is that Orton, like, could have won the match there, but instead he acknowledged Cody and gave it to him. And, like, here, you finish this thing off. And I think that is something that's probably going to come back around at some point. Hope so. Because they have that history. He knows it's his dad's match. Uh, You know, I, I think there is, I, I think that there is going to, I think we're going to get a follow-up to it. I yeah. could be entirely wrong, but it also, like, this also just didn't bug me like it bugged you. Um, it's
1: just, it's a lot of work sure, for it to not be the ending. And I think that's why it bothered me so much. Like, it looked great. Um, I was talk as it happened, like, I looked at Barbed Wire, Brandon barbwire, Wire, still, we were still tearing the ring down. And I was like, man, that motherfucker figured out how to make that shit work for him. His finish is just falling on his back. And yeah. all, of this, all of the, and that's why he had to get double back surgery. And he's still um, like,
0: I was wondering, I was like, okay, so is he just going to like, maybe hit, like, are we going to get less RKOs? And oh then he no. Imme- and then he immediately does two DDTs, those two elevated DDTs. And it's like, oh no, we're getting all the art. okay.
1: Yeah, no, we're getting Orton back. Or- Orton, but like, we're getting full Orton. So, uh, Hatton, uh, this, is, this was my moment of the stripper pole turning, not the stripper. Mm-hmm. Um Orton exp- or Hatton explained it to me It's like, no, Orton just kind of like on the really impressive RKos that everybody remembers. He just kind of like barely goes up above the ground and then catches him as they fall. Mm-hmm. And that's like now that I know that's a thing, that's what I noticed. So like Evan Bourne's a uh, shooting star into it, like Orton just shifted and barely popped up and caught him as he went down. And that's what happened with this one because like if you actually try to jump and catch him, you're gonna break the dude's neck entirely. Um, but I was like, oh, fucking Orton got it, man. That is a fucking, that is a wrestler's wrestler right there. Right. Cause he has just figured out how to make a simple back bump, the dopest shit in the world. Right. Un- but yeah, I just like, it looked great. I just, I hated that that wasn't the finish. Cause like in my eyes personally, like Dalton Anthony's opinion, that should have been the thing that ended the match.
0: Sure. And th- that makes sense. Like, I don't, I'm not saying you're wrong. It's just, it didn't bother me. It told it told a better story having Cody beat it, yes. So Or win it, yes. I get that. And then that was it. That was Survivor Series. We've got the logo on the screen and everything. Nothing else is going to happen. And then the static hits, cult of personality plays, out comes CM Punk. Um, doesn't say anything, just kind of shows up on the stage. Plays with the crowd a little. And then we get our first actual return, our first real look at Punk. The next Monday on Raw, he cuts his promo. And <clears throat> so I've said before, I didn't think he was coming back. I didn't think WWE needed him. Um, I didn't think I,
1: WWE wanted him.
0: I Yeah, I don't think they, they wanted him. Uh, I think that, you know, a lot of the top names, if they were to say, like, I'm not working with them, I think that they could get away with that. I, you know, and then so not only does Punk come back, but it looks like the first real feud he's gonna get is Rollins, uh, yeah. or at least an early one if they if they save that for Mania. But they, this could be of the Rumble match. Who knows? Uh, Rollins did the super over the top, cussing and flipping him off, and people yeah. like, oh, look how mad Rollins actually is. And it's like
1: okay. I wanted to be like, yeah, he looks so mad because he knows in the back of his head another million dollars about to hit his bank account.
0: Right, he's just seeing dollar signs. Like there was a fan video of him doing that where Michael Cole was holding him back. Yeah, that was the thing on Twitter laughing. I loved, and he's like laughing during it. So it's just like, yeah, this is a real
1: serious moment here. Um, the, that was the thing I saw on Twitter. It was just like, you know, it's a work whenever Michael Cole's the one holding you back, right? And uh, I was like, yeah, that's I, kind of a thing because like I, I love say, like Michael Cole's great, but he ain't stopping a grown ass man from getting into another grown ass man.
0: The person who I think had the most interesting reaction was Corey Graves. Oh. Because did you see the video of Cole reacting at the commentary table when he first came out?
1: And just Corey looking over it right away?
0: Yeah, Corey's just standing there cross-armed, dead, no expression. Like, just nothing as Cole's, you know, doing the air drums and stuff, which was funny. I fucking, I I love, I cannot put into words how much I love post-Vince McMahon Michael Cole on commentary. Yeah holy shit it's so good it's so refreshing um um orton's reaction
1: was my favorite
0: oh about the about time check yeah he
1: he literally got a chair sat down did the about time thing and then you see it you see orton waving at him in the fan videos Mm -hmm. you see orton waving at him and you just see punk waving at him back yeah because like in that whole art of wrestling podcast he never complained about orton no and like Again, like CM Punk had issue with the company, he definitely had friends there.
0: Yeah, and he still and does. Like, he even posted about like, oh, he's reunited with Kofi. Like,
1: yeah. Um, like I'm willing to say, him and Orton probably at least had a fun conversation about, just like catching up on life because it's been nine years, right? And yeah, uh, Orton's reaction was the best because it was the most Randy. Like, it was the most in character that any of them stayed. Which was so funny, because he was just being a dickhead about it. He was just like, just sat down in a chair that was in the, just using the match. And then just waves at Punk like they're old friends, because they are. I was like, I like this a
0: lot. Um, yeah. I, all of the fucking news stories of like, alright, well backstage at Raw, Punk was on his best behavior. Yeah, no shit. You think he's gonna just show up and start like throwing chairs at people? I like, fucking hope. What, he what brings a... It would be funnier. But like, no, it's not a realistic thing that's gonna happen.
1: Uh, he brings back Ace steel and Ace steel has the, um, fucking gimmick teeth that, uh, jaws has from, uh, James Bond.
0: Mm-hmm. But <laughs> so we got, we got the first punk promo and this is what, this is what I'll say. Cause I am a fan of CM punk, mm-hmm. not a fan of everything that went down in AEW. And I'm the thing that I'm most glad about, I think is that now we can stop with the will punk show up stuff is punk secretly the devil is he going back to wwe now that part is at least done
1: but what's
0: what's immediately going to replace it is oh punk has heat with rollins if i have to keep hearing about backstage tensions and, and altercations between talent i'm going to put on an elegant ball gown i'm gonna walk my ass into a lake on the grounds of a haunted castle and i that's just gonna be it I'm I it and it's immediate. It's the first thing that started to happen was the Rollins free freaking out thing, and it's just like this is the most uninteresting part of it. Give me yeah. put, give me what Punk's first feud is, and let me start enjoying that. But the his return promo was weird to me, and I finally figured out why. And it's because CM Punk's entire WWE career. Was him proving that he belonged somewhere that did not acknowledge that he belonged. He was an outsider. He wasn't supposed to be there. He was a disruptor. And for and so not only did we get the shocking return. To me, him coming back or him debuting in AEW was a more shocking moment than this. Oh, 100%. Because in because A- AEW was that mentality of hey we you know we were we're not the we were the ones that WWE didn't want we are doing our own thing this is counterculture which Punk is all about the counterculture he's the stone that the builder refused like this is that is his jam and then that didn't work out we all saw that we don't need to dwell on it so now he's going back to WWE. And it's like, is it purely out of spite? Because spite's a hell of a motivator. It motivates me. Oh, like yeah. none other.
1: Uh, Just so, so you know, that's the only reason I became a wrestler was spite.
0: Right. So, like, <laughs> it's it's weird to see him come back to WWE and say, I'm home. And yeah. In the promo, which, like, ultimately was kind of toothless, which is not what I want from a CM Punk promo like granted he didn't have a t- uh, right, right right now i want it to be toothless i but i want him to like i want him to call out story-wise i yeah, don't want could've... him to i don't want him to air real life grievances with people he has an issue with what yeah. i want is for him to come in and be like hey rollins fuck you because you're the champion and i want to be the champion roman gunther whoever yeah like i want i want i want to know what his story is And granted, there were some good lines. Like I liked, he was like, you know, for nine years, people have been competing in this ring to say, to prove who is the best in the world, but the best in the world wasn't here. Yeah. So like, Um, I liked that stuff, but it's just, it's, it's weird to me that now the guy that was never supposed to be there, the guy that didn't, you know, who felt in many times above the company is now not only coming back but like coming back with open arms like and calling that place his home. Home, yeah. And it's just and and not even considering all of the shit he has said up until like months ago about that very company.
1: Yeah, like there was I'm a talking, whole lawsuit about it.
0: I'm talking purely from a story <laughs> standpoint that it's just like, now that said fucking I am all in on a Raw Raw WWE corporate CM Punk gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a year of that right into the veins, baby. I'm all in on that.
1: What if Triple H comes out and manages um Punk against Rollins? Like make <sighs> No, and that's exactly why cuz Rollins is trip like everybody's like no, that's the person Triple H wants to be the guy. Right. And to be like, no, fuck you, I actually want this guy that not only do you hate, actively hates me.
0: Because the, the you main, just don't... Go the ahead. main reason I don't want it is because I never want to see heel Authority figure Triple H again. Okay, fair enough. That if it's is, with
1: CM Punk, I want it.
0: That's the only thing that might make it tolerable, but heel Authority Triple H is dead and gone. We don't need that anymore. Yeah. Um... I do love the the news that came out today of just like, hey so uh I know it's like fifteen years past any t- or ten years past it being really great, but we might get stone cold versus cm punk again yeah I, I say again but like they because they did we that. might actually get it yeah we might get that after teasing it a decade ago
1: um yeah so. I was very annoyed when this happened whenever he came back because I was like dude has gotten this is like fifth opportunity to not fuck up mm-hmm. um and it's just like at a certain point and this is what this is what I was saying like I need to give Shannon credit Shannon uh, from Podzilla, in 1985 if you've, you know us independent from them that's why I'm claiming it that way um we were talking about it because he just messaged me Monday morning, CM Punk. I forgot what I had mentioned something to him and then he mentioned CM Punk to me and I was I was kind of annoyed with it. Now I'm not like I'm never watching WWE again. The exact opposite. I am actually watching WWE to see what they're gonna do. But he said it in the best way possible. Cause I think I said the thing, I was like, it's the thing with NFL players, man. If you hit hard enough, if you're if you hit hard enough for a team owner, you can get away with anything. And come back. And this is what he said to me that made me be like, no, everything's fine about this. This is perfectly cool. John Jones will forever have a a fight opportunity with the UFC. Right. After everything he's done. And he did actual things wrong. CM Punk is just kind of a, like, he's kind of a younger version of Jim Cornette. He just likes wrestling a little too much and buys into it a little too much and gets really shitty about it. Like, at the end of the day, that's not an actual crime. There are people that committed actual crimes... That are still getting work opportunities well past when they should. in like, sports and entertainment. So, now I'm just kind of like, oh, well, hopefully they can do something cool with CM Punk. Like, hopefully they can figure out a way to maximize him without putting him all the way at the top of the card whenever he's kind of injury prone. Because, like, that's the one thing we can say about his AEW run. If it wasn't his mouth or hands causing him problems, it was his body. Um. So, yeah, I was kind of annoyed with it because I, did, like, personally just didn't want to see him back wrestling like if he wanted to make a weekly podcast about fucking hardcore music or whatever i'd be like i'll listen to it i like cm punk a lot but i was kind of overseeing him wrestle because he was putting out great matches in aew i fucking my favorite match from all in was him versus joe and it from all in purposes literally happened less than two minutes after he attempted to choke out somebody and still put on a great match. So, like, I very much am a CM Punk fan, but with all the negativity that was coming from that situation, and it seemed like negativity was just going to follow that dude wherever he went in that company, I was just kind of done seeing him in a wrestling company. And so whenever he came back with WWE, I was like, yeah, but, like, when's he going to fuck it up? Versus now, like, after Shannon said the thing about, like, John Jones will always have a job at UFC. I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, he's not really done anything wrong. Like, yeah, he almost, he, like, tried to assault Jungle Boy, but, like... Ah, it's wrestling locker rooms. What are you going to do? Um, yeah. So now I'm just kind of on the fence of being like, well, hopefully it's fun. Like now I, now I'm being the way I should have been about it. Just being like, I hope people are happy about it. I hope it makes them a lot of money. Like, I hope it makes punk a lot of money. I hope it works out for WWE. Um, because that's the important thing. I will say, um, as a teacher, CM Punk in the last two years of my life have made the most quotable things as a teacher I will ever say. I'm old, I'm beat up, I'm tired, I'm fucking hurt, and I work with children, and, um, I'm not here to make friends, I'm here to make money. Uh, I have already found those in teacher TikToks, like, Mm. I have seen that clip in teacher TikTok already, and it makes me so happy.
0: I, and, it's not that I disagree, it's just, I think the big difference is, in WWE, he has bosses. Yeah. Yeah. He had bosses in AEW, but these bosses aren't going to chant his name as he's walking to the ring. Like, he, his bosses know that he's CM Punk, and they kind of don't give a shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, um my, okay, the yeah, other The other thing is, like, I want this to be good for him because, like, it's... I think it was Hunter said it about Jeff Hardy, of just, like, I think Jeff Hardy can be sober... And I think Jeff Hardy can wrestle, but I don't think he can do both at the same time. Mm-hmm. To me, that's Punk, but happiness. I think yeah. Punk can be happy, and I think Punk can wrestle, but I don't know if he can really do both at the same time. Because, yeah, we, he's not—oh, he, he's on his best behavior. Yeah, because, of course, he's, it's My just fit. one night in. Where are we at a year from now? Where are we at yeah. two years from now? Because apparently this is a multi-year deal.
1: Um, uh, my favorite thing that I had seen. So out of like your favorite, like, oh, he has heat with da 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 in the back. Someone said, uh, or one of the reports said that there is a behavioral clause in his contract. To which, like, oh, I yeah, don't I get. It. I don't. I don't get in Facebook arguments over wrestling because, like, that is the biggest waste of my time. I'm 31 fucking years old. I'm not going to get in an argument with you over a sport that is predetermined on Facebook. It's not worth it to me. What I wanted to comment though was, hey, dickhead. Everybody that works for that company has a behavioral clause. It's called a contract. They don't call it behavioral clauses because, like, that's weird. But, like, in everybody's contract, it probably states in some fancier way, if you fuck around, you will find out. Now, does CM Punk maybe have a little bit more, a few more addendums to him than other people's? Yes, but everybody has a, we will fire you if you're being a dick. Like, there's no way that that's not a thing for everybody. But, like, so it's... CM Punk allegedly has one. I, that one made me laugh because I was like, yes, they all have that in their contract because that's why that company runs the way it does.
0: Yeah. And I don't know. It's, I, I, I hope for the best. I think it'll be, I think it can be like a really good thing. Um, I'm glad that uh, by all accounts, like they're not going to bring up AEW, you know, we're going to get the pot shots. Rollins is going to say, you know, Oh, over there, um, Really, yeah. I just want the Cody promo of just like I did the thing. I did all of the things you said you wanted to do. I went to yeah. Japan. I was a Ring of Honor champion. I started a competing brand. Like, you know, you there's ways that you can reference it without doing, you know, c- calling Those out guys. specific shots. Now at the same time, he's not in the company anymore. I need every member of the elite in the AEW locker room to just be like, cool, persona non grata. We don't... It's done. It's over. Let's not... Let's just not fuck with it anymore. Let's just wash our hands of it and start new. We, d- yeah. we don't need this anymore.
1: Um, you know, I'm super excited in about nine months' time whenever we're doing Wrestling with Articulation. I'm just gonna throw that out there. I'm super excited for that time in my life. Because we're getting... We're getting CM Punk Mattels again.
0: Oh, and, oh and yeah. And I have...
1: And I have... Like, they're gonna make... They're gonna make greatest hits of Mattels from... from like. 13 years ago that I don't Mm -hmm. like the head scans for, but they're going to make new head scans that I can put on the old figures. I am so stoked for that. That's my main (laughs) thing. That was the thing that Tyler texted me whenever he came back and he was like, dude, Mattel's going to go insane. I was like, yeah, Bill's probably like already mocked up like five figures. Cause all those parts exist. They were able to get Cody out in like eight months.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Cause they just used a bunch of old Cody parts.
0: I, yeah and plus he's gonna be in the new like maybe not the next game but oh he'll be in the next game do you think he'll be he, well he, so you know more about the timing of the of the like debuts they'll they'll make it work okay but like do you think he's gonna be like base game or do you think he'll be like a big anchor for the dlc uh or for, like a season pass he might be the pre-order bonus okay so but you think I he'll be could... but he'll be available base game you think
1: potentially yes I actually gotcha. i think it's a bad idea if they don't because what the games drop in March. That's getting them in. We're in November. That's four months. They can get that done. I I think it should be a priority. They got The Fiend in, like, with only three months' time. Like, notice. That's fair. That was 2020, though, and that was, like, the worst game. But I feel like right now, someone in WWE is like, you're getting CM Punk in that game. For 24. Right. I 24? Yeah, 24.
0: Another thing, another reason that I think that his initial AEW debut was be- was more surprising or was a bigger deal is because, like, people forget he was already working with WWE before when he was on backstage.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So, I mean, there was already kind of an inroad there. Um, You know, he wasn't on the main roster, obviously, but, like, they're, they're already putting clips of him talking shit on Rollins from that show. So, I don't know. I, I hope it's good. I I want it to be good. I hope he's happy. But, yeah, I just, it. I wish it was, I wish I was more stoked coming out of that promo on Monday. Other than just, because, like, you, one thing, you know, say whatever you want about CM Punk, but he is so engaging in his promos. Yeah. That this one just, like, you know, and he addressed the stuff I was talking about where he even says, like, i you know i'm i have two words to say but they it's weird how true they are i'm home because but yeah so i mean he addresses it um but yeah it's just it's so weird that like this dude who spent so long scraping to be like no i am the guy fuck you you don't want me to be but i am is now being like I'm home. Everyone loves me. I People were kissing me on the mouth. And I was like, but Ric Flair doesn't work there.
1: Uh, <laughs> you know who I'm bummed out that doesn't work there now to call him out on his bullshit? Who? Samoa Joe. Oh. Because <laughs> those promos would have rocked. He put in his time. Oh, um, no, I'm just saying, just to have... Joe come back and be like, hey, remember that bullshit you were talking? Mm-hmm. I just I always go back to his whole like, hey Jeff, treat it like an AA meeting. I have the floor. Like he say he said shit like it's that my
0: time to share. It's my and turn he's, to share.
1: He's not friends with people like he's friends with CM Punk. <laughs> I feel like he would have just made CM Punk want to like jump off a bridge. Or laugh out loud, one of the two. I feel like mm-hmm. those are the two modes that
0: Joe would go. Um but there are other news stories to talk about other than just CM Punk. There's um, one. There's multiple. I've got a list.
1: Okay, go ahead. I We're told you fast... the
0: list beforehand. Uh the other biggest the, the the other biggest story of the week is a real bummer of one. MJF announces he has a torn labrum. Um he is still planning on competing at World's End. Uh from what I have seen, this is an injury. It's one of those things where it's like, yeah, you can still wrestle on it. People have done it in the past, but like life's gonna suck while you're doing yeah. it. Yeah. So that's a bummer. AEW having lost Punk is a big blow. Adam Cole is still on the shelf. Danielson is wrestling, but you know he's he's got the, the or, double fractured orbital bone, or not be. <laughs> yeah, so it's they're they're in a tough spot with, uh, with their, on the top of the card. You uh, have you I still have I disagree. Moxley. You have your break glass in case of Moxley. Um, option is and, always there
1: i mean honestly if you got if they need to wait six months to get everybody healthy you know who'd be a really good feud for six months for that AEW world title strickland moxley and swerve
0: yeah you're not you're not wrong at all uh no i'm entirely right it's it's the weird thing of i want swerve to do like i want him to win the tournament the continental classic yeah but at the same time like I don't know if I want him to be ROH Continental Champion, huh. uh, New Japan Strong Champion, like. I want him to be AEW I, World Champion.
1: Yeah, I think they're gonna fold that New Japan Strong Belt after this. Like, Do that's you? gonna be. I think that's gonna be gone. I think they're gonna. The Ring of Honor Continental may just become the Ring of Honor World Title. Mm-hmm. I but
0: think the, they're I gonna. Mean, fo- but they're call- Why then? Why even name it the Continental Championship? Because th- I have such an issue with this tournament. Like we're getting cool matches out of it. Oh, uh, the
1: tournament! No, no, no. I I don't like the outcome of the tournament. Mm-hmm. I love the tournament. The tournament's great. Give the person the the. That's what I mean. World title shot at Revolution. Yeah, that's what you should do. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, yeah, last week just getting J Lethal versus Swerve, and that match fucking ruled. Um, uh, I didn't get to watch anything from this week, but. I was yeah. so
0: I was on the treadmill when and finally I there was something for me to watch because Wheel of Fortune was over and it was just a TV next to fucking Fox News. Um, but it was I saw Roosh versus Briscoe was really good. Uh, the, they started the show with Moxley versus Lethal. That was real good. Um, But yeah, so I the matches are, we're getting out of it are great, but. I just like, yeah, the way they're handling the championship stuff is just weird to me. I don't dig it. Um, but MJF, the story is MJF, uh, working with the injury Samoa Joe, uh, MJF is still happening at world's end on December 30th. So I'm excited for that, but it kind of does dampen the whole, like I want MJF at his best. Cause now he's yeah. got this injury. Uh, they uh, did still but... do, we are still getting the, uh, Joe, MJF versus the masked men of the devil. I don't know how they're going to do this. This sh- the longer this goes, the more over it I am because the one that's clearly Wardlow. Mm-hmm. The one that is clearly Wardlow. Go like they clear the ring whatever. The next segment or like two segments later whatever it is, Wardlow has a match. But his uh-huh. hair's all fucked up.
1: Like he just had to
0: take off a hat or maybe some sort of mask. There was something on his head. And it's just like, Oh, you're not even trying. Is that supposed to be the point? Am I getting worked? I don't care, but I'm annoyed.
1: Oh, uh, I do love that. We're getting the payoff of you're my property now.
0: Yeah, no, I got you.
1: <laughs> no one's going to hurt you, but me, I got you, homie. Just got yeah, fucking Joe, it, Joe and Orton. That might be, if you're just like Dalton, uh mount rushmore of workers <laughs> like orton and joe are my top two everything after that doesn't matter orton joe and x pot i
0: i do think you need to watch the mjf promo if you haven't seen it because it is really good from wednesday okay. where he basically kind of gives joe his flowers um which is nice um you mentioned revolution we now have a date and location it's in north carolina uh, March 3rd is going to be AEW Revolution 2024. And the reason that it's notable is because that is going to be Sting's last match.
1: Yep. And so. isn't it, I want to say it's near where Sting and Flair had their first match. It wasn't that the gimmick they were telling? Yeah, it
0: was, it, yeah, that was the uh, you know, back From in the 88.
1: 80, like, yeah. 88. Yeah. So
0: nice little bookend there. Uh, uh, But get Ric Flair off my TV. Or the Planet For- Fitness TV. Whichever one I'm watching it on.
1: Uh, he might kiss someone on the mouth. It might not be CM Punk. Yeah. Uh,
0: they may not he, have wanted it. Did you okay, so I wasn't gonna talk about it, but now I feel like I need to. So they did they taped Revolution. And apparently Rampage this was do what? Rampage Rampage. They Rampage, taped, Rampage. They taped oh yeah, Rampage. he
1: made the comment about taking
0: ever or everybody
1: can meet him in their his hotel, but don't bring your husbands or boyfriends.
0: No, he said uh, any of the eighteen to twenty eight year old women don't bring your husbands or boyfriends to my hotel room. And apparently this was like before the show started. Uh, it,
1: it, no, apparently it was during the, sh- like, it was supposed to be a thing. Cause it's saying that it's probably going to get edited out for tomorrow, which like, right. It but I, be. There's
0: been conflicting reports about when in the show it was. Some people were saying this was like kind of the pre-show, like it dynamite was done. And as they were getting ready to like, get ready for, Collision. They were out there, um, but he says that shit, and then he goes on Twitter and he's like, "If I'm embarrassing AEW, I'll just walk away. I'm you know, shut the fuck up. Get the fuck out." Like old Ryback, you fucking sex pest. Go. Oh yeah, the fucking Ryback <laughs> has to. The only way he anyone talks about him is when in reference to somebody else and his um, retire or his retirement. Those are the only two times people talk about it. Um. Yeah. So
1: here's the thing. Uh, with that, if he just decides to walk away from AEW, Ric Flair will go down as the greatest worker of all time. Cause he was able to make millions just by standing there and taking one fucking low blow shot and then getting himself fired for being a fucking weirdo. Like say what you will. Oh, they're not going to fire him. Fucking biggest carny ever. Good Tony. Tony knew what he was hiring. He's he's not going to fire him. I get what you're saying. But he hired CM Punk and then let him back after his buddy bit a dude.
0: And it like took...
1: Tony Khan has not proven to.
0: And it took Do CM you th- Punk assaulting him for him to finally get fired.
1: Do you think uh, Danielson's gonna have to go up with the fine for Ric Flair?
0: <laughs> Fucking someone needs to. Jesus Christ. Um, QT Marshall uh, has announced that he will be done. He is ending. Uh, he's not renewing his contract with AEW. Um, he put out a statement earlier this week. He's someone that I think, like, I think this is going to be a this is a situation where, like, this is going to be a bigger loss to AEW than people realize, and that maybe yes. even AEW realizes. Um, I yes, because like ever since he put out this statement, he's gotten nothing but fucking flowers from people about how helpful he is, how, Oh yeah. works like the, just, I mean, you did the seminar.
1: Um, I, I absolutely loved the seminar that I did with him back in 2022. Yeah. I had just had COVID. Um, and he is a very honest person. Um, especially when it comes to wrestling, he told us exactly what he thought about all of us. Um, he was not rude. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me, in my eyes, he was not rude. Other people may have thought so, but he was super helpful, um, in the way he talked to us about wrestling. And like, I had to, I backstage reasons I had to deal with him after the seminar. And a lot of people were kind of salty about it. Cause he was very, he would tell you, like, he told you if you, what you did was good or not. And he would not mince words. You did not have to be like, well, I wonder if he actually liked it. No, he fucking told us, um, and yeah, I, I had to deal with him after the fact. He did not personally like the shit I was doing in my my match for him, mm-hmm. which is whatever. It was his opinion. He I was paying him to tell me what he thought. I'm happy he told me, but we got removed from the situation, and I had my like Rocco's Modern Life backpack, and then he ended up talking to me about Rocco's Modern Life for like ten minutes.
0: Yeah, because it's it's almost like he could criticize you and what you're doing as a performer. Yeah, but and it I saw mean that. Yeah, he, th- he did doesn't mean he thought you were a, you know dumb piece of uh, shit. Shit. Yeah, and like as a human being, because he, he didn't yeah. get to know you. Because like if, if he would have, he would have agreed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It would have been
1: the same thing. But I really liked uh, the time I got to talk to QT Marshall and like the shit that he was actually doing for AEW. Like him and Sean Dean pretty much ran AEW Dark and Elevation for a while, from my knowledge,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, based on what he was telling us. Because like he gave us all of Sean Dean's email if we wanted to get booked on those shows. um, And... Yeah, he's a very knowledgeable person. Um, He runs the fucking Nightmare Factory. Like, he owns, like, not owns. He runs one of the most, like, sought-after schools in America when it comes to wrestling. Like, the dude has shit to do. It was more or less, like, for me, looking at, like, outside looking in, it's just like, oh, he was probably done working there. It wasn't one of those things that just, like, well, they don't have anything for me. He was probably just over it. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, I have my own things I want to do. Or, like you said in one of our group chats, like, and NXT may have just gotten one of its most helpful coaches.
0: Yeah. Well, apparently, uh, it's come out that apparently he wants to, like, actually wrestle more. Like, he doesn't, He he's not as interested as, because you know, he, he, in the statement he made, he talks about, like, all of the different, you know, from doing rundowns of shows to talent relations manager to all of this other stuff that he's done, like, behind the yeah. scenes. And apparently the reason that he wants to leave AEW is because he wants more on-screen opportunities and behind the scenes roles so he's yeah. kind of betting on himself there so and, but... and to
1: hear that man talk about wrestling like that motherfucker is a student of wrestling yeah like just yeah there's a fun side story that i'll tell you off air about qt marshall that i'm always <laughs> going to kick myself over a little bit mm-hmm. but um that it's a bummer for aew like if he gets what he wants i'm super happy for him yeah um but it is a giant bummer for aew
0: and this doesn't necessarily sound like you know they're leaving like this is ending on bad terms so i'm sure the door you know will be open down the line if he decides that he does want to go back or you know anything like that so uh next up congratulations to both ty conti and alexa bliss who both gave birth earlier this week um to they both had daughters so congratulations to them um Camille's NWA contract is expiring as of January 1st, 2024. She will become a free agent and it'll be interesting to see where she ends up landing. Um, not a ton to really talk about there outside of like, it's, is it weird that I would most excite, I would most like to see her go to impact.
1: No, you're very, that's very much a take. You take a lot with people.
0: I mean, it, yes, but in the context of the women's divisions of each company. Oh, Camille would do great there. Yes. Because like she would kill like she would do great in Impact. Impact, I think, would use her well, potentially, um, as opposed to like, I mean, she could show up on NXT and like wreck shit or same thing with like the main roster. Um, AEW, it's like it bums me the fuck out because like they have such a great roster of the women's division, but they just haven't shown me that they
1: can handle it properly.
0: Yeah. Can give it the respect that, that they deserve. So, um, I think impact would be super cool to see her in. Uh, and then speaking of the NWA, eight episodes of NWA power have been added to the CW app.
1: Um, no cocaine added
0: starting from, it looks like the September 5th episode and runs through October 24th. Um, so it's, interesting that cw saw like we're getting nxt on cw next year yeah so now nwa is on their app and i'm wondering if like was there going to be a tv deal involved here or did that get blown up with the 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 shoot cocaine uh shoot cocaine let's shoot cocaine brother
1: that's my next shirt on Pro Wrestling Tees. No, it's not. I wish it was. You're anyway, I am, big time. Unless someone wants to give me the design so I can send it to Pro Wrestling Tees, I feel like those fuckers would put anything on a shirt.
0: Who knows? Their,
1: their only rule whenever I initially signed up is that you couldn't have spoof bullet club shirts. That was it.
0: <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me.
1: Yeah, that used to be a thing. I don't know if it is anymore, but Either that because used to they be were getting
0: they were getting the cease and desist letters from New Japan or they were sick of making them yeah and those are the, the two. only two reasons that i am willing to accept yeah um, um that's it for the news for this week we got a little bit of time left not much though wrestling with articulation we teased something last week that you wanted to talk about um so dalton we have AEW fight forever season two was announced
1: I'm going to talk a little bit about AEW during wrestling with articulation and both things I'm going to talk about. I'm going to say this. I wish it wasn't this price because I don't feel like it's worth it. Um, AEW season two fight forever is out. Uh, right now you can get dynamite featuring the Acclaimed. That's the name of the pack. You're getting the new dynamite arena along with, um, the acclaimed, which is awesome. If it was like seven 99, it is 11 99. And the season pass is $24.99. Now, the issue is is that we're getting two characters in a new area for $12. On a, in a game that is kind of on its last leg. Uh, which is unfortunate because it was not around long enough to have its first leg. Um, I really like playing Fight Forever. I will go back and play it from time to time because I think it is a really fun game. But there really is no playability. Basically, what I do is I want to play a couple of games with Mox and then like I'll fuck around and try to figure out Danhausen's curse and never figure it out to land it and then I'll be like all right cool now I'm going to UFC 5 um the fact that we have a season 2 of DLC is cool they overpriced it in my opinion I feel like if you would have made the season pass 1999 versus 2499 and then like the singular packs just like I feel like they just overpriced it mm-hmm. because there we paid I I bought the all elite version for like 70 bucks or maybe eighty. I don't remember. I paid a certain price for the all elite version and I got all of season one DLC, which was FTR Swerve and Bunny, Hook and Danhausen. and I think it was like twenty bucks extra on the game. So it would have been like eighty bucks. Mm-hmm. So that is twenty dollars for six characters. Um right now it's twelve dollars for two characters. and if you want the season pass, which the second DLC pack isn't even guaranteed to have a character. Twenty four ninety nine. The second one is a towers mode, which we don't even know what that looks like yet. And the third one is Storm's coming, and it's Tony Storm in the game. Not timeless Tony Storm. Outcast Tony Storm. Yeah. Um. It does not look good for that. It's cool. Like, I'm happy that they did a season two. I wish they would have priced it lower. Or at least been like, hey, if you bought season pass, like, it's included with season pass one. I get that they have to make money, but mm-hmm. like this feels a little predatory to me. Um, now, not in, like, microtransactions predatory sense, but, like, it does feel like they're overpricing it. Um,
0: I need to look at one thing real quick, because I think it makes sense. Developer, the publisher, THQ, never mind. Never mind. I take it back. So... That's how I like in like,
1: there's a lot of people that are being a lot more dramatic about it on the YouTube. Like all you have to do right now is put an AEW fight forever season two. And you'll see like the top content creators for wrestling video games being like, and AEW is over because this is a bad business model. And this is going to tank the, which like, yeah, they might be right. But I think we're being a little too dramatic about it. I I do think it's overpriced. If I can catch season pass two on sale for like $15, I'll buy it then. But, like, mm-hmm. I'm not, like, right now I'm not going to spend 11.99 for Bowen's caster in an arena. Right. Um, and I am a, like, I am the same person that dropped, like, $40 for their micro brawlers. Like, I love the acclaimed, but I just, I don't see buying them in this game being worth it right now. And then that leads me into the, uh, main point from my wrestling articulation. I was fortunate enough to get on Amazon at r- the right time and picked up the, um, Champions 4-pack, the 1 of 3000 pack and through Amazon, which is Orange, Cassidy, Thunder Rosa, Wardlow, and MJF all with their titles at the time. Um, we are finally getting the new AEW women's title. We're getting the international. It is the international title. It's not an All-Atlantic. I was very worried about that. Um, it is the international title, and we're getting the Triple B. Um, I am very happy they only made me pay $80 for it. I do yeah, not $20 like dollars. Yeah, $20 per figure. Um, Every figure is a fantasy attire. Um, the MJF is super gaudy and not in the fun MJF way. Cause it's all, they're all in gold. Mm-hmm. Um, so like MJF has like the gold wrist gauntlets that aren't removable, which I hate that look. If I can find another MJF that matches tone, I might arm swap it. And then that MJF will be dope as fuck. Cause like the arm gauntlets ruin it for me. Um, and the scarf is like a super gold material. Like it's like a gold leaf material almost, which is kind of cool, but like he's never worn that. Um, The Orange Cassidy is probably the best Deco-wise. Ah, no, Thunder Rosa. The Thunder Rosa makes sense because her gear was actually pretty close to that. But the Orange Cassidy is basically Orange Cassidy with, like, gold sunglasses. And then his shirt decal is gold and his shoes have gold trim. That's pretty dope. And then the Wardlow is actually really solid because it's just his um, unrivaled 12. But instead of white and black, it's white and gold. Or it's black and gold with the red, like, regular. Like, it's a red singlet, but, like, his trim is black and gold instead of black and white. I was talking to uh, Lord Billy Hills about it, and I said, you know what would make this set super worth it? And I probably would have paid $100 for it if they would have given me the attires they wore when they won the belts instead. Mm -hmm. Because then I could have at least been like, this is when MJF won the belt to make it the Triple B, and this is the gear that Thunder Rosa won when she won this belt. If they would have done that instead, this would have been a slam dunk, you need to go get this set. This one, like, if you're a big belt person in figures like I am, it's worth getting. And you do get four really cool figures. Uh, you get three cool figures and, like, one that's just, like, I'm going to have to do some part swaps with for me to like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like I said, I'm happy that... I think the, the review I gave Billy Hills is, I'm happy they only made me pay seventy nine ninety nine for it. And when you're buying something like that, I feel like that reaction is not the best reaction to have to it.
0: have Have they ever made... Did they make an All-Atlantic title? Nope. Okay, so... It never got
1: made. Unless it's it's coming with the POC and the vault-exclusive Death Triangle. Mm -hmm. But this is... I'm going to do a double check just to make sure. I'm pretty sure this says International. God, that is... This belt is super hard to read.
0: (laughs) It's very small. Uh,
1: It is International.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: I mean, and the belts are gorgeous. Like, the belts look great. I will say AEW belt, like, figure belts look amazing.
0: That's good. That's, especially because that is kind of, like, the reason you bought it, so I'm glad that you're happy with that.
1: I can display this Orange Cassidy as normal, because, like, Mm -hmm. it's just the design is gold, and, like, the shoes actually look kind of bitchin', but, like, the other ones, like, I'll display them, but it's not, they're they're not gonna be fronters, they're going in the back, and, again, whenever I pay $80 for a set,
0: that's kind of a bummer, Yeah, yeah. Uh this is a dumb question. Is are his glasses removable? The golden glasses? Yeah. Yeah, so you could just swap those out with a normal pair.
1: Yeah. Which that I I probably won't. Um or if I can throw some paint on the lenses? Like if I can paint the lenses black? Mhm. Um but I mean it's a really cool orange Cassidy. Uh the are Thunder Rosa looks pretty solid. I might head swap it with like one of her tongue out faces.
0: Have you asked Andy or um have you ordered a little mini backpack for him to carry the international title in
1: i haven't because they made a reference to that a couple of conferences ago or like a couple of things ago i might just wait
0: oh and see if they actually make one yeah okay that's fair or you could be a you could be a real homie and go ahead and order a custom one and then that way the official one can get announced like two weeks later
1: yeah i've done a lot of people that favor before yeah, so everybody's super point? you're you're super happy i'm super happy you all got your terry funk and british bulldog figures
0: <laughs> so yeah the the keep keep the good vibes going um it's all in any final thoughts or wrestling for wrestling with articulation um no
1: 2024 is gonna be lit as fuck when it comes to wrestling figures we got the monday night wars coming out
0: okay
1: there's some I have, coming. Down I got an
0: idea brewing that maybe we'll revisit later. But yeah, that's cool. Um, but that I think is going to do it for us nice. here tonight on this episode of Nerdiest Part of the Ring. Thank you all so much for tuning in and joining us here tonight. What did you think of the big re re return for CM Punk? Re re return. Yeah, because it's. The first one and then he came back from injury now this one again. Yeah. Okay. So
1: it's so the re re return, yeah. Uh
0: what did you think of Punk coming back to WWE? What did you think of Survivor series? Are you excited for season two of fight forever? Do you have any figures you're looking forward to? You're going to try to grab this four pack. Let us know. Uh, You can find us on threads and on Instagram and on Twitter at nerdiest part. You can find me on all of those and blue sky at the five star man. Dalton's on Twitter at Mr. D Anthony N P O T R. Um, I believe they are still uh, accepting nominations for the kind of funny up and comer opportunity. Uh, I put the information in the last, uh, the, the episode description of the last episode. I'm going to do it again this week as well, just cause if you, if if you think I do a good job on this show, or if you've heard me do commentary or do backstage interviews or anything like that, and you think that I, uh, I do a good job there and that I'm just an all around cool dude. Uh, I would greatly appreciate your nomination to that because it would be awesome to be able to work with the kind of funny crew out there in the spare bedroom. So that's my final plug there. Uh, I know there's like a thousand super talented people that are a lot more active within the kind of funny community probably, uh, that are going for it. But I think that like, they don't do a ton of wrestling content and I would love to kind of bring that for the week. So uh that is my plug thank you again everybody if you have already put in your nomination i appreciate it greatly just to be considered so uh next week there's not a pay-per-view we don't have anything to preview next week as far as i know final battle but that's a whole other thing that's going to be a can of worms that'll be something um but that'll be next week until then thank you take care of yourselves take care of each other and as always watch more wrestling.